0: Thank you for coming back for another episode. Uh, This is part two this week of the interview with Keon Howard. So, if you have not listened to last week's episode, please hit pause and go back to the previous episode um, so you can hear his story. Today, we're celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King Day, and this was not by design, but I could not think of a more perfect episode to air today. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King, many people remember him for the I Have a Dream speech. But many times what's overlooked is his philanthropy, his love for mankind, not only for those who look like him in the black community, um, but also for all those who were oppressed across the world um, for the poor, for working class, for women's rights. So Dr. Martin Luther King, his life really transcended his the amount of time that he had here on the earth which was which which was very short in time. Um, but he accomplished so many things, you know, from winning the Nobel Peace Prize uh, to his work, uh, which we benefit from now today with voters rights and uh, equality across the board. So what we talk about today in this episode is really um, community and the young man following his dream and how it manifested. In a much larger on a much larger platform than what he even imagined. So uh, today, as we pay tribute to the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, please listen to this episode, um, but think about what good you can do in the community as well, especially don't wait on someone else to do it. If you have an inkling of something that needs to be done, take action. So without further ado, we'll get into this episode.
1: So each and every day, I knew I had to make sure that I was gonna be ready when that when that phone call came back, and um, it ain't come back, (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It ain't come back. I I definitely made sure that you know once we was able to um start, you know, once once we was able to 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 come back, that um I was gonna be ready. I made sure you know I stayed in contact with I had all a group a group uh, chat with my old lineman. A group chat with my tight ends. A group chat with you know all my skill guys to make sure. Hey, let's let's continue to keep this building this relationship. Keep keep continue to be on each other, hold each other accountable. Cause when we come back, you know a lot of guys are going. Other schools are going home. You know they might not be on Zoom. They might not you know be still connected. So let's continue to use use you this time as a as an advantage and continue to make sure we can keep continue to hold each other accountable. and um When we got back, man, we would click on all cylinders. We were clicking, like you know, like we fresh off, you know, a new work day. And um, Mm. I definitely think it was definitely a crazy time, but a great time. And man, during during that time, I gained a lot of. I had teammates going into spring ball, but during that time, I gained several brothers, and uh, we still talk to this day. So,
0: that's great. And then you know, on top of that, so you. Rolling through spring training, having a great spring, school shut down. All right, you got 48 hours to be off campus. You know, you get home, gyms are closed, you gotta try to work out on your own, but at the same time, you had your community in the forefront of your mind. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, uh definitely. Um, I think that's something, you know, I was getting ready to touch on. So I was working out, just just trying to, you know, like I say, stay ready, uh, football wise and in the, in the time of me working out I'm like so okay so we, we're home I know I'm home I know all you know all the high school kids are home because at the same time you know high school didn't have the funds like college have funding so it's like okay well what's like, okay so what, what are those kids doing like how how they getting breakfast how they're getting lunch how they you know what I'm saying how they're how they're eating you know throughout the day because they their parents still have to go to work still try to have to provide while all this while this pandemic going on. And um uh, so I, I got with Coach Pollard, you know, and like I said, that's one of that's like my my biggest mentor. Yeah. I got with I got with Coach Pollard and um I seen Coach Pollard giving giving back to the community. And um I like, hey coach, like like what like what you doing? Like I want to help. I want to be able to, you know, I think that's a good idea. I definitely seen what you did last week. Is there any way I can be able to help? And I, I want to help. I want to be able to, you know, give back to my community. You know, just it's just go to show you that you know Cole Paul is definitely a man of his community and, and a positive role model in his community because you know he did it just out the I, I, just out the kindness of his heart. Right, something big, you know what I'm saying? Not because of for you, but you're you're displaying that you know got you a lot of guy to work through you because you never know who who what what child you just impact today. And I knew how important that was. And, and growing up, and I said so, I sat back. I like, you know, like me growing up, I didn't have that. Like, say if I was in this time in this time, where would I go? You know, and we didn't have that growing up. So um just want to be able to, cr- to create a a sense of uh you know family-oriented community because that's that's what law is all about. Um, like I say, uh, I can go down the street to one of my childhood friends' house and you know, if they eating, I'm eating, you know what I'm saying, and just right. how it is being from the south. And, being able to be from Law, man, it, it's it's definitely the same. And uh, I wanted, you know, uh, God placed on my heart to be able to be able to to be able to have, you know, leaders in this community to come together and uh, be able to do something uh, greater than our own self and be able to give back to our our, our community. So, you what know? did that
0: look like for you?
1: Well, I know the first the first time we started, um, I had great leaders like you know like yourself. Um, great role models, great leaders like yourself, Pastor Jeff, um, Spike and all the great leader, King, um, you know, everybody I can coach, coach Breeland, coach Buddy Duke, try to get everybody together coach Pollard, uh, got everybody together and wanted to, uh, you know, share with them my vision. Hey, this is some of the things I wanted to do. Um, I, I want to be able to, you know, just pass out pizza, just pass out pizza, uh, cookies, chips and juices and water. Uh, for lunch for the kids. Let's, let's just do to go lunches because they can't sit around because of the pandemic at the time. Everybody was, you know, everything was still going on. So let's, let's, let's try to figure a way out where we can be able to, you know, give back to our community in a safe, positive way. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the great communities like, you know, Stacey Cummings um, definitely came out and helped us tremendous uh, for our first, you know, for several weeks and while, while we're doing to go lunches. And so, uh, you
0: mentioned, uh, so what was your initial goal? How many kids did you want to feed?
1: Honestly, at the time, it was I didn't have a number. I just wanted to just share that light on our community and just let uh not only not only the, the parents know, but the kids know that hey, we, we are all here, we're all in this together. And right. um, and I think that at the time it was just you know, just come eat, just just come 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 to have some type of because, you know, I mean, one time we we did something with things um, in Queensbury or over here in Kingston at Pleasant Valley. Uh, and, you know, I seen two kids. They're like, hey, that's my classmate. You know, and they was able to have an opportunity in the chance. They they haven't seen each other almost a week. Hey, that's my classmate. They's waving, talking to each other outside the window, and they gave them an opportunity to see each other because they, like I said, kids, they didn't know what was going on at the time. And uh, it just, but it, it created a safe place for kids to be able to somewhat run into their old classmate. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that what, what kind of made my day that day and and touched my heart in a way that, hey, you know, God placed some of my heart that that is bigger than myself and bigger than this, you know, bigger than any, any self-accolades.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I remember when you called me or you text me, hey, can we talk? I'm like, well, I'm in the middle of clinic. Give me about an hour. So I call you back. I'm like, okay, what's going on? You said, well, you know, look, I think I want to feed kids uh, this Saturday. I said, okay, so tell me more. I said, what's your goal? I think you said about a hundred kids. I said, okay. Um, no yep. I said, how much money you got? Crickets. I said, how much, how much money? <laughs> well, I think I'm going to buy. I said, what do you mean? You're a college student. You think you're going to buy pizza? So he's like, yeah, I think I got enough money to feed these kids. I was like, absolutely not. I said, give me a little bit. So the whole thing was, I said, this is an opportunity to teach or to show, give him the opportunity to show what his name means and what, if you have a vision, how people will buy into it. So in about maybe what, an hour, i call you back and said, okay, we got Saturday covered, right? So your goal initially was to feed kids one Saturday and you ended up feeding kids six weeks in a row, right? Yeah. yeah. And you went from feeding 100 kids to feeding somewhere around twelve to 1,500 kids. Then that also turned into tornado relief. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about that. The tornado comes through on Easter, yeah. and you're set up in So-So, Mississippi, and don't forget about the clothing donation. Yeah. <laughs> you have, I mean, we had probably about two bus loads full of clothes we're looking around like what in the world are we going to do with all these clothes you know so your vision started off as one thing but it quickly grew as you started to collaborate as you started to get other people involved as you started to reach out to the mayor reach out to councilmen and you see how that that grew and you know the whole point in my mind was like I do not want Keon to spend a dime of his own money because this is a learning opportunity And Mm -hmm. you fed probably 1,500 kids and spent how much money?
1: Zero. (laughs) Zero,
0: right. Because you had a dream that Mm -hmm. you were, you took action, you know? Mm -hmm. And when you took action, I mean, I said, okay, look, Keon wants to feed these kids. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to bring? It was that easy. So, you know, I hope, and I know, not a hope, I know you will take that opportunity that you fulfilled in 2020 To grow on that moving forward. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why I was talking about the role of football in a small town. When you're a leader, when you're the quarterback, you're almost like a mayor, right? You have, as y'all talked about, the keys to the city, and you have an opportunity to impact many because of your action and the way that you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, so football is one thing, but, you know, football to you, is, you know, your career is not over, number one, but it's still only a small part of who you are as a man. So
1: I think uh, this, I think there's something that um, that's very important to, that I want people to understand as well. Um, whenever you're doing something, and, you know, and God puts something on your heart, and right. and all oh, you know is, okay, God, okay, God, you know, I only got, you know, amount of dollars in my bank account but but you were you know, willing
0: you were willing to spend yeah, what you had right
1: yeah. and, and i think taking that leap of faith turning to so much so many different blessings um and be able to not only turn into so many different blessings but to be able to get people together get
0: mm-hmm.
1: to be able to create to create a a a family-oriented community you know with people that might not never came together you know right who, who right. would have said that you know Certain people, certain different, you know, uh, role models and, and leaders in this community would would have ever came together if it wasn't because of God, the vision God have God gave me at the time, and you know, I was humble enough to to reach out to you first and foremost, and 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 to be able to just figure out what's what I needed to do, who I needed to talk to, and um, like I said, at the time, uh, I asked you, how long are you gonna be here, or why did you come here, right. and uh, you know, it came back full circle because while me asking that question who would know five years later mm-hmm. uh you was you was able to come and and kind and of come, come help me come to my rescue and, and be a very uh be my backbone uh through, through this whole process so yeah, i man. appreciate i appreciate you
0: absolutely absolutely
1: so let's talk about your final college
0: year so you, you know you got your degree right mm-hmm. tulane university first college
1: graduate in the family yes sir yeah.
0: So a huge achievement. First, right?
1: first, you know, first four year, um, Right. Right. Yeah. yeah so
0: new. first first person to graduate from four year college. So, you know, you can't overlook that because now that is doable. So somebody else can look at you and say, look, Keon went to college. I definitely can go to college. So, you know, now you're a grad transfer. Talk us. Tell us about your um, decision, you know, to leave Tulane and play your final college season.
1: Well, yeah, um, I definitely think, you know, um, after I got my degree from Tulane with a BS in um, uh, financial entrepreneurship with a mind in architecture, real estate development, um, I definitely think, you know, I made a promise to my parents and um, I fulfilled that promise. And um, I knew that, you know, I had a lot of football left in me and uh, it was an opportunity for me to be able to uh, leave Tulane, leave, you know, Tulane with a great degree and be able to go somewhere for my final year and just to play football. Um, not to, not to really try to do anything else, but just to be able to have the opportunity to uh, just be the guy again um, and be able to have it and be able to step into that that role and, and be able to just go play football. And uh, so, you know, the opportunity, everything I prayed over, um, UT, uh, University of Tennessee Martin um, offered um, and it's crazy because, you know, I was sitting back, you know, fasting, manifesting, you know, meditating on on opportunity that, you know, this is, these are the things that I was looking for. And, you know, God blessed me with the opportunity at UT Martin, exactly what I prayed on and, uh, you know, went there. And I mean, the rest is history now. Right. So, you know, we keep getting off
0: football, right? Football is debate. Football Mm is, I always say, you know, I'm in FCA. I say football is debate to get the kids to religion or whatever, But during this time, going through the pandemic, we started talking about Michael Todd, right? Transformation Church. I said, Keon, listen to this crazy faith, right? So you start going through this crazy faith uh, series that he was doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could see your faith start to grow, right? And you started talking about uncommon faith, right? And everything you did. And, you know, still betting on yourself, still Mm -hmm you know, believing that there was more out there for you. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, you went through a lot as a college athlete, but you didn't give up, you know, you had every opportunity, you know, to fold it up, every opportunity to hang up the pads, every opportunity to say, look, two lanes not for me, whatever, but you fought through all of it, right? And, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. Tell us about kind of how your mindset switched. You know, I saw you go from a an athlete to a scholar athlete. Right. And mm-hmm. you started to see football as a tool
1: mm-hmm.
0: to get you to somewhere else or to get you to another goal. Kind of talk to us about that.
1: Uh, Yeah, no doubt. Um, Yeah, no doubt. I think the, the, the biggest thing that, that, that kind of hit me, with, as some people say, reality check. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, coming out of high school, you know, big time recruit, four-star recruit, quarterback, um, you know, all the accolades and everything that came with it. So my mind, you know, for, like you say, being from the law, being from a, a small town, you know, is you going to the NFL, you know what I'm saying, you're going to the league. And, you know, I still have a great opportunity of pursuing that dream, that childhood dream to this day. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. But I'm um, just going through all my trials and tribulation and, and being able to, you know, when I stepped on campus, like I tell people all the time, I stepped on stepped on the University of Southern Miss uh, campus that summer, got on my mom, backseat of my mom's car as a young boy, mm-hmm. uh, an 18-year-old young boy from Laura, Mississippi, and uh, when I walked across that stage at Tulane, um, walked across the stage at Tulane to get my degree, funny story, um, two days after I got my degree, I got baptized, rebaptized again, and uh, I think, You know, through that process of me being from Southern Miss to Tulane, um, I was able to to find my to find myself and figure out, you know, who God was for me as a young man becoming a man, and uh, definitely wouldn't change that that experience for nothing. So, man, I'm just so grateful for every trials and tribulation that you know I went through, because uh, now I'm able to be this man I am today. Um, through God's grace and His mercy, man. So, uh, definitely was definitely was a lot, but wouldn't trade none of it for the world.
0: Absolutely, and you know, my son looks up to you, right? So, Keon is, you know, the Keon's team win a championship. It's Keon's team. This Keon's team. That you know. So, it's important. It's important. It's not about the stats. It's about how you carry yourself. So, not only my son, but the city of Laurel, a lot of kids, you know, the kids from the projects, kids in Queensburg, you know, they know your name and they see you and they mm-hmm. want to be like you. So, you know, it's important that you carry yourself in the manner that you do. So, absolutely.
1: Sir, appreciate that.
0: Yeah. All right, man. So, on timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout. So, you know, you've been through a lot, you've endured a lot, you've achieved a lot, you know. You got the diamond now, you, you, you got the fraternity on, you know, you, you you crossed the burning sands and you got all that. You got your degree, you know, you've had a successful college career. Uh, what's your next, what's your next step? You know, what's next for you?
1: Um, for me, my game plan is still pretty much the same. Uh, like I say, definitely have an opportunity uh, to pursue um, the NFL, my childhood dream and um, pursuing that opportunity and that dream. Um, i definitely would be continue to um first of get my real estate license um and be able to you know have my real estate license become a realtor and and, and uh, be able to only get into that but also uh so doing during the season uh playing football um you know going through the season but during the off season being able to do real estate learning Absolutely. and out a real estate and being able to you know get around uh mentors like yourself um in my life and be able to learn more
0: So, what would you tell a kid who has, you know, aspirations of being a college athlete or being a professional athlete, and you know, just trying to chase that dream? What would you leave him with?
1: First and foremost, keep God first. Um, You're gonna need him. Uh, Secondly, never lose sight of your own vision, no matter what man say. uh, God had the last say. So, gonna be, it might be several, several people. Uh, come to you and say that you won't make, you won't do this, you won't do that. Uh, don't listen to them. Uh, you know what you're capable of. You know your abilities. And um, you know what God got for you and has in store for you. So basically, keep God first. Never lose sight. Have fun. Enjoy it. Um, hard work. Sacrifice commitment. A uh, ton of visions. Quality people. Uh, show me your friends i tell you future um and never give up excellent
0: excellent but man i appreciate it i appreciate you coming on you know i've been having this interview brewing but i definitely wasn't going to interview with your season interfere with your season i wanted you to get through it uh but yeah this is the right time man i really appreciate you and just keep keep climbing
1: yes sir i appreciate that
0: all right I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, please share uh, this content with someone else who it will benefit them. And if you're enjoying this podcast, um, a five star rating or review will be greatly appreciated. And please come back. You know, we're growing this community of believers, of achievers. And I hope you're getting something valuable as well as myself. Until later. Peace.